Welcome to the Combo Wombo. I am Mr. Gimpy, and over here on the other side, we have Chipped Monk. What's up, bro? What's happening, brother? I'm just out here kicking it, uh, living living the dream over there man it looks looks like we're this is this is one of those weird ones because we had a holiday uh for just recently off you're like hey man should we do it this day and i'm like no let's like take it like relax Relax. why why wake up early and like put all you know like i feel like our podcast is growing but uh, we did the smart thing. I feel ahead of time where we're like we got like three or four episodes in the chamber. Yeah. So like no matter what happens, like if one of us gets sick or something, like it'll be continuous no matter what. Hopefully, like I, I know like it's like we're one vacation away from uh, absolute <laughs> from disaster. This, this, <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. So we're yeah. like in the middle of the week. I've been drinking. You've been smoking. You've been kicking <laughs> it uh, old, old school. <laughs> You right, smoking that sure. loud, that yayo? <laughs> for sure, for sure. No, man, just the only thing I got is that H two O today, man. But I gotta Smoke, say, just drinking um, that lean after after uh, episode ten, man. I feel is that the old vodka in the water bottle? <laughs> that trick? old, that old, that old chestnut. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old Duggins. Uh, if you put a little vodka in this water bottle, nobody will know the difference if I go into this stadium. <laughs> no, Grandpa. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, no, I, I, I uh, was looking at, at some of the older uh, videos that we had. And uh, uh, Heart on the Table. treasures. Bangers. Heart on the Table straight up said, there's a combo wombo bingo card, baby. <laughs> For all of the shit we usually do, yeah, man. I was like, I was just asking you about, I was like, yeah, did you see the combo wombo bingo card? You're like, yes, I have. <laughs> yeah, dude, I straight printed that Pull shit out. Again, I'm, about, I'm like, about to frame that shit, dude. Like, uh, uh, like they got... Like Ninja Gaiden reference, which we'll probably cross it off today. Uh, yeah, at some you know, point. Uh, Chip Ninja saying saying Ninja how Gaiden. he's an old man now, and <laughs> we just talked about that. That's the check right there. Straight we're talking dude. about putting lean in the cup, right? Vodka right, in right. the water bottle. Something, something. The, GameStop. I don't even know if that was even a thing. Like, <laughs> like did we did we mention that? <laughs> I, uh, I don't know, dude. Like, I feel like uh, we cover such a vast array of things where. I'm sure GameStop's come up at some point. Right, right. Uh, I don't know. Like, my personal opinion is, like, I've never really liked them as a company. I feel like they treat their employees horrible. Uh, well, it's retail, though. I think retail by design, it's basically uh, slave labor. It's gotten it's gotten worse. I don't know. Like, I, I I'm, very, I, I'm extremely biased based on, like, a, there's, like, a YouTube channel where, like, a guy, like, who was, like, a regional manager, he, like, talks about, like, all the ins and outs, like a little bit deeper than like uh, the first. Like I've never worked for him, and like it's all subjective. But like that's kind of all I have to go on. Yeah, it's like those subjective, like really uh, base, like biased uh, reviews of like working for them. But right. it seems like those major retail corporations, like they don't want you to unionize, they don't want you to work together. Like no, they, like. They want to exploit like their workers as much as possible. Like, uh, do you see the the Amazon union uh, stuff in the news? Uh, uh, they've some... been trying like since the start of the pandemic, and I told people yeah. like, uh, I was like, "Hey, Amazon's trying to unionize like out in New York," and they're like, "Fuck those guys, those assholes! Like, it's a pandemic. They're taking advantage of everybody." I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, man. Like, I agree. Like, do you know what they're like going after?" And they're like, "No. Like, what do they want?" And I'm like. 
They want like a two week sick time in case they have the actual like. Uh, they want a know, bathroom and, break. Did, uh, yeah, they want like a bathroom. They want like a fifteen minute bathroom break. Apparently, uh, because, it's like, common. The bathroom's to... like third floor above yeah. them, so it's like they count the entire time like moving to the bathroom to like go on their break. It's like, very common, apparently, to just carry a bottle and to pee in the bottle on your shift instead of going to the bathroom. Boys. Yeah, and, and um, other another company, I can't Allegedly, remember which like, one. I don't know. Like, yeah, said that's, that's like, standard That's practice. like the extreme. Like, I'm, uh, I know Congress was investigating them before the pandemic because, like, those allegations were good enough for a congressional hearing to, like, and, like, this is how fucked up we are. We had a congressional hearing to have a um, investigation bureau, like look into the allegations. Yeah. So it's like, I, but like it was uh, substantial enough for like Congress to like pick it up, like in America, like Congress to pick it up and be like, let's look deeper into like these allegations. Like they were serious enough for that. And like, it's, it's usually like a, a pretty good, burden of proof is needed uh, <laughs> yeah, uh but like late I, it's hard to tell though because lately like congress has been like doing like weird shit where they're like let's go after social media and like talk to mark zuckerberg and like they're yeah, looking for like just, singers and one like but like, yeah yeah it's, uh, it's a shit show yeah, um, from my basic understanding though like those amazon ones seem pretty legitimate of like yeah uh yeah. like hey let's investigate the or something like 80% more dangerous than a normal warehouse in America. That's so funny. Like the, yeah, like the I mean, not funny like, for the workers, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, again, like, take it with a grain of salt. Like, I was listening to, like, an interview with, like, the CEO of, like, the guy who started Jimmy John's. And he was like, when you get to a certain level, all you're doing is fighting off lawsuits. So... It's well, the dude tell, who like, started Jimmy John's uh, d- does big game hunting, so he's like, no shit, he's fighting off lawsuits. Like, dude, <laughs> dude just goes to Africa Everywhere's and shoots a lawsuit, elephants. Dude, everyone's dude. hating, and it's not even hunting. D- dude, dude pays uh, this resort where they literally put them in basically a, a glorified hallway, and it's literally shooting elephants in a barrel. Like this, you know, like that. That dude's a piece of shit. <laughs> like, I'm not even like this big animal rights dude. It's hobby. just like what the it's fuck. It's a legitimate hobby okay and you're gonna be fighting off lawsuits because somebody on twitter doesn't want you shooting an elephant in the hallway dude <laughs> fuck those guys they're uh, just jelly, they're uh, jelly. Shit. They're not making shit. It. so outside of uh outside of virtue signaling for uh the jimmy john's founder what else have you been up to chip how's, how's the week going for you brother <laughs> i've been listening <laughs> i've been doing like an audiobook it's called uh supreme mangus it's a web novel it's basically okay. like Edge Lord, Harry Potter. If Harry yeah, Potter, yeah, you were, was like you were talking straight... about the last couple of uh, yeah. Actually. If, must if be Harry deep. Potter was like a psychopath, like uh, I'm still on that. I think like by like episode thousand, it starts to turn around a little bit. It starts to get a little better. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I've been uh, listening to a couple of different audiobooks. Nothing too noteworthy, unfortunately. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Uh you know how that goes, man. I do. I do. I do. Uh for for myself, man, I've just been been chilling. I have some time off from work for the next uh couple of weeks here. So um I've, Yeah, what you been on? What are you up to? I've been uh kind of uh hammering out doing a a near daily stream. I think I'll take like Sundays as a real break uh, day off. 
um, the other day. A um, day of rest? Yeah. The other day, jokingly, I uh, streamed Math Blaster, which was actually uh, legitimate fun. And it math actually. Math Blaster's a throwback, dude. Like, I feel it, like if you didn't have fun playing Math, math Blaster. Yeah, you just were a child who didn't understand maths, dude. Like, yeah, dude. It's like then. not only was like solving the problems like a just legitimate thing, but the gamification they did for it was just enough to like get that endorphin rush and uh, to keep going. So, um, as far as edutainment titles, you know, it goes probably Oregon Trail, Math Blaster, very a very close second. Um, what like Mario teaches typing? I think was up there. Uh, oh, you know what? <laughs> Number one though for sure is typing like, of the uh, dead. Like typing, any typing of the dead's thing. up there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure. They had like Mario keyboard, where it was like an actual yeah, Mario keyboard, teaches typing. Like on the There's yeah, a, and then uh, no, like, uh, like no, like a piano keyboard, not like a oh, typing keyboard. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. They did. They did. The Mario teacher series was actually kind of robust. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they had all kinds <laughs> of stuff. Yeah, it was man. like whatever dollar value they could like uh, hook everybody in on. I'm being like, this is education. Yeah, uh, yeah. Buy this weird MIDI adaptation for like the <laughs> NES or SNES. Like, well, keep in mind the first solo uh, Luigi game was Mario was missing, and that was a um, educational it's like title history. As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so. like. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci is missing. What era would this be in? It's, it's, it's like a multiple it's choice. Broke ass Carmen San Diego. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. sure. everybody was car copying. Uh, where in the world is uh Carmen San Diego back in the day, dude? Yeah, Carmen San Diego was man, dude. Actually, I think that edu- educational games are were actually pretty great back in the day. The Carmen San Diego games were fantastic, dude. I learned so much about history and like geographical locations from those games. <laughs> I had the rope memorization of like the what is this question equal to what solution? Like I don't mm, have like any recall like deeper. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was that kid. Sure, I'm, a, I'm a book of rocks, dude. Like, if rocks were books, like yeah. from them, them Nat Geo, like book of rocks. Yep. That's my memory, dude. All right. Where it's like, right. like I, like I kind of remember like the uh, the nuance to the rock, but in the end, of the, at at the end of the day, they're all just rocks, you know. Oh, for sure, for sure, man, for sure. I get that. So, um, different shapes and sizes. <laughs> yes. that's where I'm coming at. For sure, for sure, man. You're just lit today. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, I'm just talking you. about rocks, bro. Yeah, no, dude. No one goes on rocks for twenty minutes, brother. <laughs> <laughs> that was like three minutes, dude. But like, you're like, you're, you're so hyped for. Uh, what you want to talk about? You're like, yeah, know, fuck rocks, dude. Straight up and down. I'm like, are you, those rocks are real fucking books. stupid anyway. Those are real books you can find on Amazon right now. Sponsored today by Nat Geo's Rocks. Oh, minerals. don't say that. Good God, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Combo Wombo shut down for, for um, saying that they're sponsored when they actually weren't. Nat Geo took us down, dude. That's it's going to happen. Nat Geo will sponsor us, dude. I don't think they'll take us down. I think they're after any sponsorship they could get. Right. After they're we like, talked about shooting elephants in the like, hallway. Shit. They're like, holy shit. Somebody's going <laughs> to, we got to sponsor these guys. <laughs> oh, man. So let's get to the topic at hand today, man. It's something that um, I was I was pumped about. So over the last few pods we talked about arena shooters we talked about uh, beat em ups fighting games you know we've gone we've gone through genres rts's um michael bay <laughs> the 
the infamous Michael Bay discussion um, to our modern modern mediocre oh, versus skip um, over it versus uh, uh, you know nineties and and older uh, classics. You know, uh, we, we we kind of too. we kind of ran the gamut. Bad Boys Two is amazing. Um, Michael Bay today. Speaking of of horrific things, pretty, he directed that, right? Bad Boys Two, yeah, yeah, the Bad Boys series. Yeah. He says, yeah. "Okay, yeah, uh, uh, horror video games." I'm just saying, like those were really good, and you just said, "No, they were, they were, they were." Damn, dude, I'm sure I got, I got a thought going, man. You just, you just oh, sorry, the I'm going, sorry, Bad Boys Two, like shut the fuck up, let yeah. me talk. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay directed Bad Boys Two, and you just said it was a good movie. I'm just, it's, I'm it's taking a, a moment movie, to acknowledge man. that and moment. I, like, can we just say, like, that was <laughs> like, a good movie? I, 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 I said, Michael Bay is not overly terrible. Just Ninja Turtles was bad. That's all. No, like, like, I'm like not talking rock, about Ninja Turtles. Boys. I'm talking about Bad Boys, too. <laughs> can you say that's a good movie? Yeah, it's a good movie. And Ninja Turtles 1? No, I can't say that. <laughs> Directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> no. No, you just said it, so it's it's good. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry I interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we... Horror video games. Um, I think it's, I think it's been apparent that uh, <laughs> horror horror video games. I think it's like been succubus, a- like horrors, <laughs> uh, like Resident Evil, like zombies, vampires, ghouls. You know those those types of things. Things that go bump in the bump, night. A oh, bump in the night. Um, when like ranging H-O-R-R-O-R. from RR. Yes. 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 A w. Yes. <laughs> All right. Now I'm just making sure. So um, this, it's actually one of those things where we mentioned it uh, kind of sparingly in the last couple of pods that um, making a horror video game is, is tech, you can get away with it being lower budget. You can uh, same with making a horror we're, movie. I, I, is, I think, yeah, movies. We're more talking yeah. about like the movies. But well, we, we mentioned it, too, because it's easier to yeah. scare someone no, I, just by having like dimly lit things and and things yeah, popping and like up. jump scares like there's different levels of scares like i feel like the hardest is to get like the deeper uh universal truth of like psychological scares yeah. there's like the things that go bump in the night you might think of like those traditional uh universal monsters but they were all based on like deeper french writing philosophical like trieses of like you know like frankenstein where like frankenstein like in the actual book was like well read and like wrote and like it was more of like the machine turned man the deus ex machina of like a a, of a subject matter but like yeah like so i I would say there's like different levels of like uh horror video games uh, yeah but like horror horror as a genre as well there's like nuance to it oh sure sure um whether you go um back to the bram stoker dracula the mary shelley frankenstein where it's uh it's either the supernatural or the taking like a person where it's a vampire, twisting it just a little bit where something's not right, you know. And then as yeah. far as Frankenstein taking, uh, you know, a, a amalgam of of body parts and forming a a living being outside of it, and actually What's that, that uh... being not being the monster. That was like the, one of the earliest examples of of uh, the true monster is man. You know, was Frankenstein yeah. because Frankenstein so, wasn't inherently evil. He was he didn't know what was happening, didn't know his strength. Um, he all he wanted was a friend, and the town just turned on him. You know, um, I think 
I think, and then on that point, I want to jump off to like where horror video games kind of started. Like, I don't think they really hit their stride until I want to say mid nineties with, um, definitely alone in the dark on the PC. But, um, I feel that's so dated that it's like, it's a footnote at this point because the game I'm about to mention really kicked off everything. It, it, um, became a worldwide phenomenon. It had a very successful movie series. It's having a TV series on Netflix and a movie reboot, um, later in 2021. And that is of course, resident evil. Uh, Resident Evil, um, we spoke about a tiny bit on the FMV episode, um, saying how they used live actors, um, at the beginning. Speaking of congressional hearings, you know, like you can make the point that it led to like those, like phantasmagoria of like that B film. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And like, there definitely was horror, like on the NES and all this with like Jason and like, uh, uh, Friday the 13th. Yeah. Super Nintendo uh, had a clock tower as well with yeah. the scissor man which was fantastic by the way but it's nothing really i think that the world uh, the video game world collectively um especially people our generation and anyone who kind of grew up in that time and gamed the first time you see a zomb that zombie in resident evil is ingrained in everyone's mind like it might not be scary now but that that sequence was the perfect introduction to video game horror. What and I, I actually dig the tank controls uh, because I like. Yes, people were trying to figure out 3D and how to handle it, but not having smooth movement added to the sense of frustration and fear to try and get away from these slow moving zombies. But you see that zombie on screen and it's an, it's a, um, you know, digital video that's there. The zombies there. You're like, Oh shit, something's happening. You you kill them. You go into the next room, uh, you walk by a window and what happens? Do you remember? It's like a video transition of like a door, like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then after that, (laughs) dog the zombie dog jumps through the window just out of nowhere like yeah yeah yeah. and so the Uh, jump so so that's that's one of the things with with horror man you have you have the the in front of your face horror but uh the true horror games that are effective and true horror movies that are effective um build tension and then they build that tension as long as possible until until you finally get that that uh, sense of release and um that sequence of resident evil from showing the zombie you knowing that the zombie and you have to look out for to the false sense of security where you're looking for like a zombie on the other side of of this hallway and the wind glass breaks a dog jumps in and starts attacking you so i i think that that's such a great example of how to do a like a jump scare correctly in yeah. a, in and a like game we, we, without we being talked cheap. about like uh like the fmv and uh we kind of touched on it with like the the doom remake where uh the doom remake like right when your guy uh gets brought into the world it's like there's been a demon invasion mm-hmm. and like the creators of the game were like we want you to buy in from that point to be like yeah this is kind of corny and ridiculous but we want you as a, a viewer and participator of like this interactive experience to buy in at that moment yeah. And I feel like uh, for those like OG, like 90s, like Resident Evil, like they want you to buy in from like the moment, like where it's like Raccoon City, like this is like a, a thing that's happening and like a zombie outbreaks happen and like uh, a special task force has been dispatched to like 
figure out what's happened and they're like trapped in this mansion and like if you're not bought in like already at that point like you're like it's not going to be for you and that that's okay but like uh there's something about like uh a little bit of buy-in along the way like a breadcrumb trail of being like uh if you're bought in at this point like you're gonna uh be taken aback by like the first like hey what's going on the mystery of like these zombies like because i think like the first actual zombies like on the ground like just laying there and you like you can choose to shoot it like while it's on the ground you're like oh shit that's a fucking zombie i've seen movies yep. or you can be like uh, i'm gonna step back like what's going on like the zombie right. will like get up and, and like yeah, yep. come at you yeah yep. uh and then, like from there it, like that dog scene there's like a little bit of a disconnect where you have to get a key uh, yes. to a room and then like open up another key and then like lock pick another room like if you pick jill valentine or the master of unlocking rooms. yeah <laughs> the master of unlocking yep. uh and then like when you get out into that like open stretch where the fmv like kind of showed of like those like zombie dogs chasing you down like you like you kind of remember that they're there but like you kind of already forgot at that point uh of your, especially like, you- because games like a lot of the times before resident evil the videos you saw had nothing to do with the game. Like, yeah. like it, it was the games were notorious for having these really fantastical uh, videos and the game not featuring anything that you've seen in it. So, uh, like Capcom, like double down, like yep, there's zombie dogs. Yep, we're we're doing it in this engine. So, <laughs> you know, for sure, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I thought it was no, know. yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Like, and like at that point, it's like. Uh, it it like subverts your expectations, but it builds on like you like you were talking about before all this word like it builds that like tension even though you didn't realize like that's what they were doing. It, like it's like a setup of like dogs chasing you and like uh, gives you like a slight comfort of like you've made it to safety into like a building. Yep. But like everything's like slightly off. Like it's cattywampus and like <laughs> and like there's like weird Dutch angles and you're like this there's more going on here that meets the eye. Yes. Uh, and then like, right when you like get involved in the mystery of this mansion, also it pulls you back to like the real threat of like uh zombie dogs chasing you down and like it crashes through windows. Like, uh, so it, it builds up that tension yes. by making you almost forget about like the primary uh, chasing uh, motivation. Yeah. But, like you already, you bought in at that point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and where, uh, and, and I feel like this, like when we're talking about storytelling, video games and things like movies and video games are, are such close cousins because they, both of these mediums had to learn how to convey stories um, differently because you're interacting with a, a new medium because books have been established for freaking hundreds, thousands of years before movies, you know? Um, <clears throat> so to, to show like, you can't really convey a thought like someone thinking in a movie typically, uh, you know, without like a narrating voiceover, but there's other ways to do it. And in gaming, you could do it like a book. You can do it like a movie. You can do it through player action as well through leading them on with breadcrumbs. It's, and so like, like that's why I think I have such uh, nostalgic love for the uh, late eighties, early to mid nineties of gaming, because um, it was, everything was new. Everything that you were trying to figure out was new. There is, is seldom times in, in most generations uh, of living where you get an entirely new platform to really just kind of sink in and see the growing pains, you know, like uh, 
like I'd, I'd say like our our parents generation kind of had or slightly before that is tv right the evolution of television um yeah. you know went from black and white went from radio to actually seeing well, things like, yeah like no sound yeah. like it went to like from no sound did your yeah. talkies with radio <laughs> and then like yeah like uh yeah. the combination of the two and like those early tv it's like three or four channels and it's 100 percent live so it, it's almost like it's basically podcasting where it's people like reading from like a teleprompter yes. And then it goes to like uh you know like Superman and like serialized yep. like stories of yep. like reading scripts of like hey this is like powered by your imagination but it's really built for radio but like we're not sure how to film it, it yet, yet. Yeah, yeah yeah so so great great point and why Resident Evil works so well is because at its heart it's a B movie. It is a uh, Saturday night drive-in movie um, as a game that you're playing through. Um, the, it it takes itself super serious, but yeah. it is also intentionally campy. And um, some people will argue that it's not intentionally campy, that, that it was just bad writing, things like that. I, I disagree, because the sequels, like, the sequels kind of prove that... Uh, you know, it's the campiness was is ingrained in it because inherently zombies taking over the you know city and and the overarching umbrella corporation that's like this faceless evil entity is is very cliche, but uh, Resident Evil does it in such a popcorn fun way that you can't help but be engrossed in it. Um, uh, and then from Resident Evil, uh, you know, you had. You had everyone goes, oh crap! Let's all make you know horror games. You had uh, what nightmare creatures? Um, uh, wow, I can't even. I just drew a blank because there's but, um, a lot. There's like a weird like you have Capcom like copying off their own system with like Dino Crisis. Yes, uh, same engine. Where they're yeah, they're like trying to just kind of figure it out. You have like um, a Phantasmagoria. You have like a lot right. of like FMV like. Uh, you know, like guest, film. Uh, sanitarium yeah uh yeah. uh so i think the only like I, I'll, I'll give dino crisis a footnote just because i mean capcom made it it was in the same engine um it's i think that game. dino crisis really uh one and two yeah was was a was was definitely a, a decent offshoot but the other series that really actually Nine out of ten actually solidified itself as a true resident evil competitor uh was silent hill right yeah um silent hill tackled things completely differently from resident evil well well resident evil was pure jump scares silent hill uh, was quiet subdued psychological horror and had the better movie adaptation as well yes it did (laughs) yes it did uh less successful but but also i think i think with its style of horror it will always be less successful in terms of it because because masses go to these teen slasher movies right um the the dark haunting slow paced movies like the like the uh oh man like the uh, uh devil inside or well, that's a terrible Scary one but movie. something else you know you know um like people will see you know friday the 13th before before they see something like the baba duck you know um uh, it, it's just the nature I don't of the beast. Necessarily feel that I feel like Baba Duke and like those type of films are like if you're like turning like 
a, a legal age to watch more scary movies. Like you might be going to the the cinema to see that. Uh, maybe it's a little bit different with like the interwebs, like having access to everything. Yeah. So I th- I think like uh whatever like the latest like I'm talking uh, or, I'm talking you know just real general public because um you know like the paranormal activity movies uh, saw like these these not not deep just popcorn you know gore thrill rides. That's what Resident Evil is, and that's what Resident Evil caters to, and it's not a bad thing. Um, you know, it's like five of those movies <laughs> like, for the Resident Evil movies. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah, something like that uh, with Mila Jovovich. Um, yeah, yeah. So they just had the Monster Hunter movie. Yep. Did yep. you watch so, that? No, I didn't. I didn't. I have not either. My buddy told me that it has nothing to do with actual like Monster Hunter story. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, that's I mean it's a Paul W S Anderson thing. He just puts his wife in something and goes. But uh, uh, yeah, so I think that with Silent Hill, um, it delved into the psychological more, and and um, that led to just like this sub subset of survival horror fans, people who wanted the loud action of Resident Evil, and Resident Evil started to lean into it more. Um, Post Code Veronica, you had Resident Evil Four with the the slap slap the camera behind your shoulder it was more of an action game but resident evil 4 struck that balance between action and uh survival horror still um there still wasn't as much ammo as you could be to be a full action game the limb-based damage um made you actually aim proper uh when yeah. you were out of ammo or anything else you had to actually run in melee so you had to get it up and up into the grill of some some maniac with a chainsaw so you I didn't want your head chopped off hit, so they hit that perfection that like resident evil 4 for me personally yeah. where like i played a ton of like resident evil 4 yeah uh, but like that limb action like they just hit it right where like you could take out like the legs of somebody like coming at you and like it felt empowering in a weird way because, yeah. like, those early Resident Evil games, like one through three, were like about like uh, ammo management and threat yes. management, uh, and like they didn't really necessarily have like the hit boxes that would come in like by four. It yep. was like a little bit by three and like kind of with two, uh, but like one and two you really couldn't name. It was just like that's tank controls and like your center mass uh, locking in on targets. Uh, but like when you could actually like start to target like uh, specific uh, pieces on a like uh, zombie and prioritize your targets, like it, it almost became like a threat management simulator. Yes. And it became it, it, it felt a lot more real. Like uh, the so, Resident <laughs> Evil series is like the only video game that's ever given me like a nightmare. Yeah, like in, yeah, that's a uh, that's a lot of people, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think uh, so. My favorite Resident Evil is Nemesis, uh, Resident Evil Three Nemesis, because um, the omnipresent threat of the Nemesis um, chasing you, and the fact that if you've played like Resident Evil One and Two, if you switch screens, you were safe. Resident Evil Three Nemesis, you switch screens, he can switch screens with you and continue to chase you, and that is what enabled a ton of fear um in the game the game was very short but um uh, you you heard like stomping you heard that just ominous you know just uh 
just in the corner would just like rumble like i i always had like surround sound my entire life so i remember just i played that game in the dark um uh you know with the surround sound cranked i remember uh, uh walking through the police station i was in the police station for way too long because i couldn't figure out this puzzle and uh uh right when i was like okay all right, he's not coming back. I just hear that stars, and and that's all it was. I remember just like hearing the rumble of the bass and the surround sound. I'm just like I had to pause it and get up and like get some water or something, man. Just to, the tension, uh, that's like Resident Evil tension building um, was is second to none. Uh, that being said, let's talk about Silent Hill a little bit. Are you familiar with the game series? I know you've seen the movie. Uh, barely. Like I played a little bit of one i want to say but like i've never really been huge on like uh scary games or movies mm. like personally uh yeah yeah like it, it, like i said like I, you know resident evil one gave me nightmares and i'm like fuck this i don't need all this uh which is a little bit hypocritical because i was like talking about like how art is supposed to make you feel different things and like that's okay uh and like being scared's okay but like it's not like my go-to like emotion where i'm like i like to feel yeah like everything could get like flipped upside down you know? <laughs> my, my i love like i love horror movies i love horror games um my thing is it's it's like that adrenaline seeking thing there if, if something truly scares you um or it gets like you could feel it you know you could feel it in your chest you feel like like a heightened sense of adrenaline here i chase that feeling that that it's it's fantastic and i haven't like really watched a horror movie in some time that actually gave that that feeling to me but i enjoyed dark stories like that too so and i know that at some point if it's done well i will get that feeling yeah for me like the that feeling comes from um science fiction like tales from the crypt like i feel like that's more science fiction like uh the outer limits yeah. And I know, like, a lot of people would, like, sure. classify that more as horror. To me, like, that always seemed, like, more sci-fi, like, exploring, like, uh, surreal possibilities of, like, uh, objective reality or subjective reality. Like, where you can, like, uh, take an idea. Like, even, like, for, like, stories that, like, uh, for audiobooks or, like, that I'll read or go to. Like, I like the idea of, like, something that could be based on, like... Uh, th- real world or real world consequences of like playing with like uh the pliable nature of like reality where it's like you can like look into the future or like you can like take things from the future into the past or you're like a, a special power or like a and like how would uh people react to that and like much like uh was it like the snyder dc universe where he like he's taking like the dc characters like what if this was gritty and real like nolan norris batman uh yeah christopher nolan's but yeah yeah yeah, true true it's like yeah yeah you're right you're right i think that um not to not to take take that away but um uh silent hill what it did was there was there's combat in silent hill but that's definitely not the focus the focus is they're kissing cousins (laughs) yes yes like horror and sci-fi yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Because they're like you know, two cousins who they're like, both the fear of making the unknown, out. Basically, the science sci- sci-fi is like figuring out the unknown. Uh, horror is fear of the unknown, right? Like, yeah, it's like that Cthulhu. Like, uh, your mind can't comprehend. Yes, the shadows yes. and darkness that that lie yep. within. Yep, yep. So you staring at the abyss, and the the abyss staring back at you. 
Yeah, and I think the the thing with Silent Hill that that they did that team the team Silent did better than Capcom did at Resident Evil was uh, sound design, um, like the heavy metal like like or- orchestral like music, the sire the ra- uh, air raid siren for when the other world is taking over. Um, uh, like I, I know you ha- you're not too familiar, but like the movie, you can kind of get what I'm what I'm going with. Um, th- and the game is just just steeped in, in metaphor for what it is actually about. Like Silent Hill Two, uh, most people consider the pinnacle of that series. Um, with Pyramid Head, which I think uh, he was just called Red Pyramid. There, I think like the fans just dubbed him Pyramid Head. Um, he was, you know, representative of like sexual frustration from uh, from the main character. Uh, that's that's subject ma- and like guilt from it, and that's subject matter that t- games don't touch on. Games before Silent Hill Two, no game touched on on um, anything remotely close to that. So the horror genre gets these bigger talks. Um, um, onto the forefront and then you have and then with silent hill kind of paving the way for that you have games like spec ops the line that uh that deals with uh like committed like uh, depression uh up um uh what's the combat uh thing i'm trying to think of it it's like shell shock or or um, like the uh what's that ptsd um spec ops the line deals with that um hellblade uh Senua's sacrifice that I think I think maybe that's the second game's title, but um, uh, that game is just de- deals with mental illness with a horror horror themed like uh, setting. I think that to to have bigger conversations in gaming and to experience experience things that you you probably won't experience in your everyday life, horror is the gateway to that it opens up new things it opens up new conversations and we owe you know resident evil we owe silent hill um just a debt a, a debt of that we should be grateful for for opening up these avenues to express things um, um horror isn't just about being scared or scaring other people it's um especially in the eastern eastern uh horror it's figuring out figuring out a mystery like all of the eastern horror movies uh, you're basically figuring out why someone died, why they died a violent death, what you can do to help them. Uh, that's that's the same thing with the games, man. You're at the end of the day figuring out a problem, and I think yeah. that that the um, well, well like you're saying, like it, it goes to that deeper problem of like you're tackling like that deeper problem of like an, an emotional state and like taking that apart to like yeah. um, like you're saying, like you know. Uh, I uh, was it like Castlevania to like like what mm-hmm. makes a man almost of like you're taking like a <laughs> what is that, a man like, <laughs> yeah, yeah what is a man like you're taking apart like uh that part of like a person where it's like what 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 makes this person sad or, or like uh depressed or or lonely mm-hmm. or like makes you feel alone like uh like traveling through like the, the darkness or like stripping away like uh community or or, or like all the other things to explore like uh, those feelings in like an interactive uh, environment. And it's, yep. it, it, there's definitely like a, a deeper uh, feeling that it touches on. than like, I think like a lot of like any other genre, like 
Yeah. Uh, like, like I said, like the, the kissing cousin of it is like uh, sci-fi where like that also kind of tries to explore like ideas, but it um, almost takes like the half step of saying like, Hey, I'll give you like community or society or like, uh, but like we'll explore it like in a half-hearted uh, intent uh, by being like they're alien though, or like they're, you know, <laughs> it's sci-fi. Whereas like, horror takes it and, be, and it's like no you're alone you're by yourself or it's like or it's zombies or it's demons or it's monsters uh and like the deeper construct of like whatever that means you know like uh like i've heard like zombies traditionally represent like uh societal norms so it's like uh this movie like train to busan i think it's called train busan, it's like, yeah. yep yeah it's korean yep. uh, and like if you watch that film like every time like somebody steps into like what society thinks they should be doing, like that's the part where they get pulled into being a zombie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So well, uh, they, like Dawn of the Dead was just anti-consumerism. That's why they went to the yeah. mall, you know? So it, you know, it's, it, it makes sense. It's, it's it, horror is always, always used as a metaphor for a bigger, like bigger picture. And, uh, you know, I, I think that, horror fans know that and people who don't necessarily play horror video games and just think that that like some of the stuff's just schlock or just depraved they're missing out on a whole world of of uh just concepts and bigger discussions around it um that being said there's been a trend in in um indie horror to not have any combat uh which it's mostly gone to like jump scares which is kind of like the easier it's uh, jump scares and sneaking. Yeah, and you're right. It's, yeah. When done well, it it can be good. Like the original Outlast game, I thought did it well. I thought Amnesia, uh, the first Amnesia, did it well, also. But there's so many clones and so many. It's so many like cookie cutter, just like Unity made projects where um, you you know don't let the enemy see you. That just just grinds my gears a little bit because they're they're just trying to cash in on something someone else did and i think that avoiding combat is a real cop out from a game developer's standpoint because you can if you design the game around it sure but when everyone else is doing it i feel like like you're not growing as a developer if you don't have combat in the in the game right just trying to make money bro yeah about growing as a developer like (laughs) i don't know like it it feels like they have like you know the same problem for any genre almost where it's like there's like a a million clones of like whatever you're trying to do uh and people trying to like emulate that like yeah uh you, you even see it for like old school stuff now where like a lot of people are like i'm just gonna make like doom Remember Doom? Maybe you want a first-person shooter like Doom. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I, I think like horror. There's definitely a lot of asset flip games where it's like they're literally not doing anything uh, to tell their own story. Yep. Uh, I know there's been like a lot of like uh, text-based like adventure game almost. Yep. Which is which is kind of like the other thing like we didn't really touch on is like horror is more of a theme and like the genre, like can be like anything. So like, I know like there's like horror, like uh text adventure games. There's like action adventure. There's, 
you know, uh, choose your own adventure almost. Where it's yes. Like, you know, like a story-based uh, beat. Uh, there's like a first-person shooters with your Resident Evil or whatever. But like, uh, yeah, horror is more like a, a generalization, not a specific genre, if that makes sense to like people. Like it's more of a theme than a genre. Whereas like a genre, it feels like a, a game type. Whereas a theme is like how that game makes you feel. I think that I think that it initially started off as a genre, like survival horror, was it, right? Yeah. Like games with like Capcom like, like is the only one doing it. That they're Yeah, yeah. They made it. They made that genre. True, true. Um yeah, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I think that um I think that the horror the horror subset of games is in a it's in a good space, uh, but it's also in a in like the dangerous space of like when VHS kind of first rose to prominence or like like eight millimeter um, film where any anyone and their mom could make a horror movie right um, so then you had floods of just terrible things uh, just terrible um, like Five Nights at Freddy's I'll, I'll use it as, as an example um, it's just pure jump scares oh, like a good game and and no no as as like what I'm talking about what? I think I. I don't think I, five. Nights I will say that they were doing jump scares before. Every yeah, I yeah. would say like they kind of modernized it. They did, and they made and they they it was the perfect uh, timing for the YouTube and Twitch crowd. I don't hate yeah. it. I don't. I don't hate it. It's just the games I find kind of lazy. I think that um, using the animatronic. Uh, uh, I think like it's only lazy things are now cool. considering all the derivative stuff you're saying that came from it. Yes. Where it's yes. like, it, it's easy to dunk on now because it like, it did something that nobody else was doing where it was like almost like that feel of like a lost footage or lost. Yeah. Uh, Cause I, I know like now there's like people specifically targeting like a PlayStation one style game. Yep. And like, I found this PlayStation 1 game, and they'll make, like, a YouTube video, and they'll be like, I don't know what's happening. My guy's, like, soul's getting stolen. And that was the last video, like, on their YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's, like, people, like, trying to, like, uh, make almost, like, mockumentaries of, like, that style of, like, nostalgic throwback of, like, found footage, but it's, like, a found video game yeah. type of game now. Yeah. And I feel like Five Nights of Freddy was, like, the first take at it so it's easy to be like man fuck them they're like doing like something basic <laughs> no, and, so, but like <laughs> I, I think it was much like uh like that fmv style like uh a video game where it's like they, they did something uh that like hit on like you shouldn't be seeing this like uh the blair witch project's kind of like the example i'm gonna yeah. go with where like when that came out like people are like this is like found footage it's like a vhs tape like yep. this is legitimate uh, footage, uh, and like you watch it, and like people are like, "What the fuck?" People were like legitimately calling the cops and stuff. Like, "Oh, I think yep. I know." Blah blah blah. Uh, and I think like Five Nights at Freddy hit like that exact same style of zeitgeist of like, this is like a found video game. Like you're not supposed to be seeing it. It seems like something you may have seen, or like it seems like maybe it's supposed to be like one of these like arbitrary like generic. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese style games that maybe got yep. released on like a, yep. you know, a Pizza Hut DVD that that like you collected, but like it, it's not supposed to be. Uh, and it, I feel like it hit like that for a generation of people. Yeah, so. yeah. No, and I, I didn't mean to come across as like hating on it. I just think that 
that from that you just have like from the popularity of Five Nights at Freddy's, from the popularity of Outlast and Amnesia, you just have this subset of clones where it's just lazy. And yeah. and so it's hard to look at a horror game and get excited for it because I feel like for myself as a fan of the medium of the of the style of game and, and of horror in general, I get burned quite a bit by the yeah. game just not living up to actually being a game you know uh, a lot of time it's a walking simulator with like spooky sounds um some games well, like, that are like movie like that whole theme and genre like has been pretty exploitive uh to the fan base like mm-hmm. uh you could even go back to like literature where there's like a whole subsect of like everybody trying to be like Stephen King. <laughs> like, yeah, they're just like yes. throwing out, like they're like, Oh, I want to be like HP Lovecraft or Stephen King. And I'm going to write my derivative ass derivative story based on like one of their stories. Uh, so yeah. like this, this has been going on for a while and it, I, I will almost, I'll put like a light defense on it where um, there's like, I've talked about before where it's like Insekai like travel to a new world genre. Yes. Was kind of spawned by like Sword Art Online for like the animated series. Sure. Because it's like a a great writing prompt. Where like it's like, hey, you've been transported into a video game and like now it's for real. And you're like, oh fuck, I could write a lot about like that from like any different yeah. angle. Yeah. So it kind of like inspired like a whole level like uh, a new series a new genre for uh writers in japan or like web novelists who are like i want to write about like reincarnation in a video game or like if you die you get taken to a new world uh and i feel like horror was like the uh old school itsekai where it's like uh all of us have like those universal feelings of like being scared or out of control or like uh slowly losing grip on reality or like things becoming slowly more insane uh, as you know. Uh, So those are great writing prompts. Uh, And so like that's, they again, giving the benefit of the doubt, that's where like all that derivative generic bullshit comes from. Whereas people being inspired by, but like there's like a thin line of being like inspired by and just like ripping off. Yeah. And so like uh, a lot of people are doing like the cover band version of, of a lot of like, great uh sci-fi or horror themes and tropes yeah uh out there uh and like that's what you see with especially right now where you're saying where it's like not necessarily as a negative but a lot of people like making like an unreal or a unity game because they can get the engine for free and they're like oh let me just uh asset flip or like do like the most bare bone generic thing and I'm not necessarily even inspired by. It. There's not a good story. They're just, just like looking for cash. Hopefully, I can trick somebody. Yeah, it'd be like the uh, Sharknado. The worst part of being a fan of of um, horror and and um, also just living in this time is Twitch culture and Halloween. So there's always like this th- three to six dollar game, you know, or three to uh, fifteen dollar game. I'll even bring it up that that seems to become like the it game to play i think we got lucky this year because or this year like previous year because of phasmophobia um it's a single dev made game um it's ghost hunting 
and it has a unique unique uh hook where uh the ghost hears you talk so like you're talking to your buddies or whatever and the and the ghost will like whisper and especially if you have like headphones on or like like you know directional audio the ghost can whisper behind you like death you know and like stuff like that and then like appear behind you and and uh like a lot of the things that phasmophobia did and it's multiplayer so it's uh, a team of four um going into these haunted areas trying to figure out the mystery of what type of ghost it is um i i got burnt out pretty quickly because uh it's 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 one of those things where it's a single dev, but this guy is putting so much into it where I I give him nothing but props, um, but my own like gaming sensibilities where it it didn't work was the death animation is just a ghost reaching out and grabbing your face and like pulling you away or or like just in your face or whatever and just making a blah you know, um, it was just those two and that doesn't scare me, you know? Um, but it's, it's hard to scare someone who's always looking to be scared. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like, uh, what's like a scary theme for you? Like if you could put it into like, if like, uh, a a deeper theme, like what would actually scare me? Yeah. Like for me, like I'll go kind of first, uh, for me, it's like a, a, a sense of like helplessness, like not being able to do anything. Where it's like, you know, like the continually falling or like mm. uh, reaching out or like nobody being able to see you type of thing. Where like you're uh, like the, the sense of invisibility or like constantly falling. Like, yeah, like that general sense of like helplessness is like the deepest level. Oh, you're, of like, t- you're uh, talking in, in life, like a like a full Yeah, like life, bro. Okay. Like okay. deep. Like okay. what's the, like what, because like for me, like. Uh, like for most video games or like uh, movies and stuff, like just the sense of control uh, with a controller, <laughs> yeah. like rules out like a lot of like that sense of helplessness. Yeah. Whereas like uh, for me, like I always have like the most awkward, mo- like in Metal Gear Solid one, where it's like praying mantis takes control from you and like everything's opposite controls or whatever. Yeah. You're like, what the fucking shit? Like that's legitimately scary. Where it's like it's. Uh, where you're losing literal control of like a game. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good one. Um, for me, I think it's more, uh, lately it's been more of the unnatural things like, um, like, uh, I don't want to say like more of the cosmic horror stuff where it's like an unfathomable horror, but it's, it's something where, where you take like an everyday thing and you tweak it just slightly where it looks off and you can't yeah. shake that feeling like like um a good one is is uh there's like a uh, a, a story going around on, online about, or about the smiling man right where he's just has this big big just smile you know and yeah. nothing and then something is just off about him like the smile never stops things like that um even in the dark you can see him smiling you know or you could just see like like yeah. the teeth like something like that where it's just like so unsettling um that is what would what would get me cuz that that unknown thing like um like i'm i'm not a person who's like afraid of the dark or anything you know but if i flip the lights off and you see like a, a shadowy figure that looks slightly human but just 
tilt it a little bit, you know, um, when everybody would be like, to do it. I, I feel like that's like a universal thing where like people go to bed and like the shadows are humanoid enough. Like I want to say like, it's like a legitimate, like your mind's like made to build like, like makes, it makes it. On, yeah. Yeah. It looks at yeah, patterns, like right. for like faces or like people, like yeah. our minds are designed to like see like those shapes. So like it's like you'll be looking at like the shadows or like a curtain or something. You're like, oh, I see a person or I see like a face or yeah. Uh, see that like in life that doesn't happen to me uh, really, but like like just if I think about it a lot, I'm like, yeah, that's actually scary. You know, like if I if I were to make um a horror game, um it would be something like that where um like my thought is to have like a a family and you're just doing like mundane things right you're taking care of your of like your kids you're, you're like taking taking like your parents to like the store or something like that um and then just like there's just these little tiny things that are off whether it's something like uh like you say you take a grandma out of the store you know she she's like scratching her head every now and then and um like she gets deeper and deeper in until she's like like her hands inside of her head and there's blood coming out and doesn't doesn't mention anything you come out you come back um you know you 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 help her load groceries in and then just like skin starts sloughing off and then she doesn't mention anything she's slowly coming in and then um you know, just, just and then she goes, "Can you can you check check something out for me?" You know, and then just that that like kind of body horror element will go, and each family member will have a different like ailment or you know something that's wrong, like um, just slightly off, but you know, yeah, uh, just beyond the pale of like what would normally would be yes, happening. yes, yes. So that's and that's the harder horror to convey, but that's yeah, like I, we're, I we we were trying best. to touch on like is like jump scares are like the lazy slash easy thing to convey. It was like rah. Yeah, yeah. No, I <laughs> like jump scares though. I I I like them. I I like that, but you don't to me, always like it, want it. Does that, nothing. You know? Yeah, but uh, it's. It, I think it's fun. I think it's fun to get to me. To it's for a funny. Jump scare. It's it's like a yeah. It's fun. People will laugh at that. Like oh, that scared you. Jump scares are like a roller coaster. You know that's that's all it is. Sometimes I like roller coasters. You know that's I sometimes I look for jump scares. Uh, no, I'm I'm kind of with you. What like kind of like I kind of touched on with like a uh, the outer limits. I felt kind of touches on that like uh, sense of like something just being slightly off or like I feel like it does a better job of like portraying like a lot more psychological horror yeah uh, but it's like sci-fi where it's like the newer one it's like uh there's like an episode where like uh somebody's getting pulled over and like they have like a they're like recording like their kid going to college and like as they're recording like they get pulled over and like you know tri- like the cop ends up like shooting the kid and then like uh, the mom like rewinds the tape because she's like sad you know afterwards yeah. Yeah. and like it brings back time and like she's like oh fuck now she's like trying to change time by like recording it and like she's recording like they like avoid the problem but then like you know years later like you know like after a series of like the same problem happening of like the you know cops showing up and killing her kid like uh she like figures out like a way out of it and then like it goes like years later where like uh you know the camera breaks and like all suddenly like the cops like right there at the front door like hey what's up this is inevitable like you've just been putting it off you know yeah. Where it's like that weird like sense of like losing control and but like believable but like slightly off, you know, like uh yep. Yep. those are like the best and like you're I, I think like um uh Stanley Parable, like for a video game yeah. is like kind of good at that. Yeah. Where 
it's not I wouldn't classify it as like a horror genre, but it's kind of like horror, <laughs> you know? Where yeah, 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 definitely. I, I, you know, that game also like like messes with you in real life because there's that achievement where don't play this game for five years and then play it. You know, it's like so the game is playing you. You know, like yeah, like you bought the game. It's it, you, if you're an achievement hunter. You gotta wait the five years. I'm pretty sure there's a way to, to spam it, but you're you know, cheese it. But let's say you don't. Like I got that Stanley Parable five year achievement just just the other day. Actually, I had a cal- Google Calendar notification going. Hey, it's been five years. Get that achievement. So, um, but yeah, that's a that's a great that's a great point. Um, uh, to put a to put a pin on it. Um, I think that that um, what I what I really wanted to showcase with with this episode is that um, whether you like horror games or not they have a place it elevated storytelling it um the, the majority of them go for um, a true emotional response and then um, further discussion in, in things that are typically not discussed publicly such as mental illness or or uh you know thing, things things like that um and i think that um if you're Just willing settling, to, yeah if Just you're if you're willing unsettled. to to go for the ride that um um, you could you can find s- some really really solid gems. Uh, uh, you know, Resident Evil Village will be out uh, the week after after this this uh, episode launches. Uh, Resident Evil is going in a different direction now. They they have uh, Lady uh, Dimitrescu, um, who's like a seven foot tall vampire. They have werewolves. They have witches. Um, I don't I don't know what's happening, but it sounds like uh, they're they're trying to evoke a different level of response for for like fear so capcom is always iterating on on resident evil um and i think they will do gangbusters um so um look out for that game for sure um as far as um a horror game i would recommend as far as recently i would say it's not true horror, but um, there was this adventure game that was recommended to me by a uh, mutual friend, uh, Poison, uh, called Dropsy, where you play as a clown who only wants hugs. Uh, that game had one of the most subversive, like, unsettling stories of just a clown wanting to you know do the best for his town uh and just to like help the family circus i don't want to spoil it but i would definitely say it's not like overtly scary but it's definitely unsettling and um what it was such a fantastic game i beat it in one sitting uh point and click adventure game dropsy um uh any anything that you'd say like hey check this out i know you're not a big horror guy um if not that's fine i'm just <laughs> i can't even curious. think of the the name of it uh it's like a newer game it's retro uh it's like you play with like a square and like you have to like navigate like inside the square and like dodge patterns it's an rpg uh <laughs> my Under- god not Undertale. Undertale's, right? yes. Undertale? Yeah, okay. Undertale's. Okay, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say Undertale's. Uh, yeah. Where, like, that game will fuck with you psychologically. 
that's, uh, that's it's a new horror yeah. slash older game. Yeah, I feel like it falls in the horror genre. I feel it's like oh. if if it was released post to twenty ten, right? Like it still ca- counts as newer because I think that horror goes in these iterations. Where out, let me look it up. Big ones. I feel Undertale uh, came out in fourteen. Twenty fifteen, yeah, twenty fifteen. Okay, that's close. Know, yeah, six yeah. years ago. Uh, when if did, you want like a scarier? When did Dropsy come out? Uh, D R O P S Y. Uh, published by Devolver Digital. Just curious, we can edit this down. No idea. It did not uh, show up on my Google search results. Okay. 2015, also September. Okay. okay. Well, there wow. it is. Oh. There it is. So yeah, 2015, Betty, uh, best horror indie game dev uh, drops. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll say your that. Undertales, you got your drop C. I will say that I recommend, I'm, I'm recommending that mine because it's not your traditional style of, of horror game. Because typically people will go, oh, yeah, these 3D ones that are spooky, like Outlast, Outlast 2, stuff, something like that. No, I wanted to, or Evil Within, things like that. Yes, they're all, you know, they're, they're all bigger releases, but I think that, that these smaller indie releases can really evoke. Uh, a different response from you. Um, so I, I hope if, if yeah. honestly, if one like person checks out either game, I, I feel excited. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I think you can't really go wrong with either one. Uh, but like, like we're kind of saying where it's like a lot of games will go for like the jump scare and like both those games will uh, make you unsettled as a person. <laughs> so like, if you're looking for like that horror, a genre of like, I want to be, move to the core like emotionally like what the overall arching theme of that is to make you feel like i think like both those games like if you play them to completion they'll give you that like slightly unsettling feeling of like yeah i beat this but like at what cost (laughs) (laughs) the final Uh, boss fight in undertale is amazing i actually kind of want to play that again by the way (laughs) just you mentioning that it's fantastic but yeah, yeah, guys. Um, so I can't believe I couldn't think of the name Undertale. It happens, man. Sometimes like, when, you, when fucking, you get the pod going, I was so um, hyped to like think of it. Like it like started like pushing it further back. I was like, yeah. "Fuck, fuck!" I like that remix of the song and the guy. Shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, the other one I thought when you mentioned like a block is Thomas was alone, where okay, where yeah. you play as like like a literal like. Um, like a rectangle you play as a square yeah. stuff like that. Like, like that one was another, another one that, that kind of touched on a little bit of, of isolation, which some, yeah, for like a lot of people, isolation like, is horror. Yeah. Yeah. For me, like, I think, you know, I kind of talked on that where it's like that unsettling mm-hmm. feeling of like, you know, Thomas Malone's like definitely up there with like uh deeper psychologically, like where it takes something simple, like, uh, you know, like the, um, the other one where it's like a there's like a whole it's like a cat <laughs> like I'm gonna start like, um, it's like a, you have like a cat like a it's like a clever name it's almost like portal uh, and you have like uh, okay okay yeah yeah I'm not gonna <laughs> seven or eight people know what I'm talking about I'll, I'll have it okay. next week sure sure uh, but there's sure. definitely like a game like that where it's like 3D and it's like um it's set up almost like a portal and like portal. You could also say it's like a horror game where it's like a a mastermind, like uh, (laughs) sentient, like AI. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Where it's like, I'm trying to kill you, but it's not out of malice. Yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, and one of the things I think too is a lot of a lot of the big AAA releases have elements of horror in there. Like like if we go back to let's say 2001 with uh, the original Halo, uh, the flood levels like it just became like yeah. <laughs> you know a zombie shooter. Uh, Gears of War, the whole um, uh, man, I can't believe I'm blanking on the on the name of the enemies. Uh, Gears of War, the hive. Yeah, 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 the hive. But what are the like grubs called? Like the actual name for them? Do you remember? Oh. Locust. I locust. mean that whole that whole game, the locust. Like that whole game yeah. was like a horror. Yeah, like, you yeah. could even go with like um, uh, you know, Devil May Cry. You could go with like a, oh yeah, um, well that that was Dark Siders, where it's like a it takes like a deeper theme of like the apocalypse happening yep. and like the world yep. ending. Uh, but like we kind of take it for granted because we're like we're like oh we we play a lot of video games, but yeah. it's like this uh, horrific theme of like the entire world's ended. Like uh, one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse yeah. comes down, but it was like also kind of some fuckery from like the uh, tribunal, like yep. higher. Lo- yeah, and they're like, yeah, just kidding. But also like we also did this because we're after our own power. Yeah. Uh, yep. uh, so but- so yeah. I, I uh, point being that. Um, if you independent never play four with will smith is a great movie id4 yeah. yeah id4 is what this was all about yeah yeah that's <laughs> what the it. point be <laughs> um, is watch independence day yeah with but will what, smith. just like if you don't think that don't you, play the if video you think game. you don't yeah the video game actually the video game was okay like no it, as it wasn't on the playstation mm-hmm. i like it okay Not maybe really. I, should, I should try it again it's probably terrible uh, uh but yeah terrible. yeah if you if you Your think you child's. don't like horror you've played uh a lot of the big games you've played have elements of it and i think that if you just kind of grasp that uh you'll open yourself up to a whole new world uh but yeah chip uh, i think that i think that ends the pod today man i think we had some some yeah. real in-depth discussion i i know that uh you're a little you're a little wary of the topic but uh i think i think we got it done man yeah like i like i said like i kind of on the outskirts but I've always uh, been a fan of it, much like you touched on like a whole new world. Like if people have said like that Aladdin Disney <laughs> movie is like a post-apocalyptic wasteland where it's based 2000 years in the future. And that's why there's references back to yeah. everything that's going on. Yep. And I know like uh, that one newer animation is actually like a post-apocalyptic. Uh, what's yeah, it, the last dragon. The... Cause the world ends on that no. or Wally. No, no, like a lot of post-apocalyptic children films are out there. Like you just didn't realize it. Coraline, I think that. that <laughs> I think uh, that's where we'll end. Nine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't hear. No, but... <laughs> it's like uh, Adventure Time. Adventure Time. Oh like a yeah. Post-apocalyptic yep. world. Yep. Yep. It's like yep. an AI is taking over, and it's like yeah. 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 It's, that was, it's true. But it's also true. a lot of children's films that you you weren't even thinking about listed some of them for sure all right guys well uh that is that is uh uh spooktacular the end of the combo wombo spooktacular yeah yeah (laughs) um and the the reason why we're we're doing horror today and chip i don't even think you know this is because uh we are officially halfway to halloween my favorite holiday so yeah here we go here we go let's get Uh, it let's go let's go all right for uh, for chip monk i'm mr gimpy Uh, This has been the Combo Wombo.